Podcasting out of Alliance Wrestling Studios, pontificating on pro wrestling, the innovator of talk NWA, he is Jake something hey we're at the pre-party i'm your host jay cow this is a presentation of alliance-wrestling.com your number one source for news and information for the national wrestling alliance and good god good almighty i don't know what the hell i'm doing <laughs> i'm having so many gremlins all the time with this technology you know what i think the problem is i'm a 41 year old man trying to be a, in a young man's game but uh Anyways, uh, I've already seen a couple of you guys uh, coming in here into the chat room. I'm happy to see you. Uh, again, we try to be the all-encompassing, all-grasping uh, all source of your news and information for the National Wrestling Alliance. And uh, that doesn't mean that we don't go beyond the NWA. That doesn't mean we don't talk about issues outside of the National Wrestling Alliance. And, of course, I, I, I want to bring to light... Uh, the passing of, well, a young lady that passed away way too soon. And that would be Hana Kinamura. And I, I hope I'm saying that right because, you know, I'm terrible with uh, with names and I'm terrible with uh, pronounce, pronunciation. Um, but uh, it, it seems that um, Hana Kinamura passed away in... When I say passed away, let's not beat around the bush. It was she she committed committed suicide. And mental health is very important to me. I've struggled with my own mental health. Um, I am by no means a poster child for uh, proper living. I've made some mistakes along the way. Uh, I've gone down those dark roads. Um, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Um, I don't even think we should strive for perfection. I think we should strive to be better. Better than what we were before. Better than what we were yesterday. But we'll never reach perfection. Perfection is unattainable. Perfection is unrealistic. Perfection is a myth. Um, with that being said, negativity breeds negativity. Hate breeds hate. And... I can't imagine where Hana Kimura was. I, I can't imagine what she was going through. But I do know that being in a dark place, sometimes it feels like there is no, there is no easy answer. There is no escape. There is no solution. And my heart aches for her family, her friends, her fans, for pro wrestling stardom. And I'm getting a phone call, but I'm declining it. Um, 
my heart aches for those people. My heart aches for those who suffer from mental health. Um, obviously, she wasn't in a good place, and the negativity that was coming from her online, uh, apparently cyberbullying, uh, it got to her, and she ended up taking her own life. And that's a bit much, guys. And that's a hard pill to swallow. And like I said, I'm someone who has troubles with my own mental health. Fortunately for me, I've never been uh, to that extent. I've never been to that place. But um, I genuinely, um, I genuinely feel bad for for the people who know her and the people who couldn't reach her i mean thunder rosa our women's world champion went out specifically and said you know why why did it have to be her i wish i could have reached her and the fact of the matter is um she couldn't um she's 22 years old guys i mean she was born the year i graduated high school and uh it's just uh gosh i don't i don't really know what more to say it, it's an awful situation um I know there are talks of in Japan at least uh, changing the way that they handle cyberbullying, um, changing the way that they they handle such issues. But we deserve better than this, guys. I mean, wrestling wrestling's a sport that we're supposed to love. It's something that we're supposed to cherish. We are supposed to be entertained by this. Now, I get it. I get not liking a certain performer. I get not liking a, a certain match, but. The negativity, brother. Good Lord. Do me a favor. Today, hug somebody. Tell somebody you love them. Call that person you've been mad at. Tell them you forgive them. Um, this world uh, is unfair. This world is mean. This world is unkind. And it's up to each and every one of us to effort to, to change that. And um, if you guys if you guys buy into that, please, you know, PMA, positive mental attitude, doesn't mean that I'm better than you, doesn't mean that I don't have bad days, guys. It just means that uh, that we know that for every negative, there, there, will be, uh, there will be hard times, but there will also be good times. And yeah, I, I'm sorry, this, it's a bit much. Um, I'm going to change the subject here. Uh, had a great interview with David Marquez. Uh, we posted Monday on YouTube, Memorial Day. Um, it's getting a lot of traction. I hope you guys will take time to check it out. Of course, uh, let's go into the regular spiel of things. Uh, we are affiliated with the Facebook page NWA Unfiltered. So when you tune into an Alliance Wrestling podcast, alliance-wrestling.com podcast, whether it be a J Cow's view, a pre-party, the Alliance Guys podcast, whatever it is, you're going to get an unfiltered take. You're going to hear exactly what I think. I'm not, I'm not a part of the NWA. I'm an independent thinker, and although I do love and cherish the National Wrestling Alliance, like many of you, uh, I will be the first to admit when I think they did something wrong. I will be the first to admit when I think they did something right because I am unfiltered. You might even say I'm uncensored, but. Um, if you guys are on Facebook, you're like-minded wrestling fans, make sure you check out Facebook.com uh, and search for NWA Unfiltered. A bunch of good guys over there, and uh, I'm happy to be aboard their uh, their show. 
Let me drink some water. Okay, so more wrestling stuff, right? Let's talk wrestling. Who likes wrestling? Raise your hand. Um, in wrestling news this week. Now, I'll be honest with you guys. I had this whole layout set up where we would show pictures of the next few names I was about to mention. And I had some cool stuff lined up. But evidently, I don't know what I'm doing on this thing. And uh, honestly, I guess it's lucky that I just haven't blown the whole damn thing up yet. But um, let's talk about what's happened in recent days. Because at All Elite Wrestling, Double or Nothing, we saw the debut of Brian Cage. Brian Cage, who's a former Impact Heavyweight Champion. Brian Cage, who is one of the most sought-after free agents. Brian Cage, the guy who ripped up a championship title in Lucha Underground. That Brian Cage, the genetic freak. Put Scott Steiner to shame, guys. This guy is a phenomenal athlete. He's Jack to the gills, and he is now in All Elite Wrestling. SoCal Uncensored broke the news about three months ago, and people said he was wrong. People said he was uh, making making stuff up. No, no, no. Steve is on it. Steve is a source, guys. If you guys are connected to any way to SoCal Uncensored, SoCal Wrestling, um, I, I make sure to visit SoCalUncensored.com. Steve knows what he's talking about, and he called that uh, he called that signing months and months ago. Um, so I do want to shout out to Steve and Brian Cage and all elite wrestling just makes sense. Uh, I believe impact just wasn't big enough for Brian Cage and, uh, hats off to Brian Cage because I know he's in a good place. Um, and speaking of guys in a good place, flip Gordon flip before Cody flip Gordon, a former challenge to the NWA world's heavyweight championship twice is now locked up for a multi-year deal with Ring of Honor, thus solidifying again. Marty Skrull, once uh, once he got in, in in his place of power, once he uh, once he got to where he needed to be, it seems like Ring of Honor is starting to make some really good moves. And I think locking up Flip Gordon is a great idea. I think Flip Gordon is highly underrated. I think he could. I think he has the potential to be the future of this business. And I know a lot of people hate the flippy dippy stuff. Personally, I don't hate it. I actually kind of enjoy it. And Flip Gordon is one of these guys who I think brings a lot, a lot to the table. So Flip Gordon with Ring of Honor, I think, is a smooth move. I think that's a great move for Ring of Honor. And let's not forget, Ring of Honor's victories are NWA victories because there's a working relationship right now between the National Wrestling Alliance and Ring of Honor. Sinclair Broadcasting and NWA Power. And we see that. Uh, we saw that with Brody King and Marty uh, at Superpower. We saw Flip Gordon at the last pay-per-view. Uh, what, what, you know, what more can we see from it? Well, I don't know because everything is on hiatus but i think that was a smooth move for the nwa or excuse me for the ring of honor and i think the windfall will benefit the national wrestling alliance and um, so new signings for tna excuse me for impact new signings for ring of honor or re-signings new signings re-signings for, for tna or impact uh you know with Last uh, last week or last two weeks ago, uh, re-signing um, Sue Young, uh, signing um, oh god, what was uh, uh, 
Crazy Steve, who worked the NWA 70th anniversary show, uh, signing Tasha Steeles. You know, there's been a lot of talent acquisition happening. Our own free agent, Ricky Starks, no longer a part of the NWA. So what happens next? Well, we do know that EC3 is in the hearts. Oh, wait, hearts? <laughs> and in the minds of Billy Corgan and David Lagana, as they mentioned on the Inside the NWA interview. Um, I hope you guys are paying attention to what's going on in Carnyland because a lot of great uh, quality content is coming out in uh, Carnyland. And for one, they, they did mention EC3. Now, EC3 is an unrestricted free agent. He was let go from the WWE. He's just waiting for that phone call. So we don't know. He might end up, end up back in Impact Wrestling. Although I think that's highly unlikely at this point. We might see E3. E3, goodness gracious. EC3 might end up in AEW. But can AEW really sign everybody? I mean... Alexander Hammerstone just signed a multi-year deal with MLW. Can MLW sign everybody? It seems to me, and I know the NWA is on hiatus. I know the National Wrestling Alliance isn't promoting live events at the moment. What we're getting is what we're getting. Podcasts and interviews and silly skits. And I'm fine with that. But the wrestling has stopped. But other people are still acquiring talent. Now, we don't hear about the NWA acquiring talent, but could they be acquiring talent? Could they be signing people that we don't know about? I mean, for every Ricky Starks that leaves, there's got to be somebody to fill that void. And let's be honest, if you look at the roster, very few people compete with Nick Aldis. Very few people can compete with Eli Drake. But E, C... Ethan Carter the third on that roster WWE had no idea what they had in EC3 hell Impact really didn't know what they had in EC3 could we see EC3 show up in the National Wrestling Alliance could we see EC3 joining that roster Think of the possibilities. 10 pounds of gold. You've got the national treasure. Right? I mean, he's he's got Marty Scroll on his back. We've heard more than once that James Storms wants a shot at that title. We know that Eli Drake wants a shot at that title. Could they handle EC3? Hey, guys, I just like saying that name. EC3 in the NWA. It just makes all the sense in the world to me. There are very few people who make our world's heavyweight champion look diminutive. And I don't mean that in a negative. I mean, the guy is huge, but EC3 is huger? I don't know. I kind of get excited about that idea. And, uh, you know, this is just speculation, guys. I don't know. I'm not not running the National Wrestling Alliance, so I really don't know what's going to happen next. But when you have your president and your head of creative and there goes the camera because i haven't figured that out yet uh you know uh i don't know it just it just makes sense to me so we'll see what happens um of course uh as some of your comments i'm gonna go to instagram first kerouac says i think they will have some surprises when they return for sure but the momentum 
has fully stopped. Makes me sad. They were finally gaining momentum after the Cornet disaster. I love the NWA, so they aren't losing me, but a lot of my friends seem to have forgotten about it. Even people I went to went to with Into the Fire with. I mean, that's a great point. The NWA has lost a ton of steam. And as the country is starting to reopen, Atlanta GA being one of those places, the NWA is still committed to the safety of its employees, the safety of its workers, the safety of its fans. And I don't want to say that that's a bad thing, but it's certainly, you know, it's going to cost you something to stick to your morals, right? The WWE has still ran their show without hesitation. Uh, AEW, same thing, still running their show. Okay. The NWA has taken a, a stand that they're going to only return when it's safe. And hopefully that's sooner than later. But what is it costing them? Uh, so more of your comments here on YouTube. Again, guys, this is the pre-party with J-Cow. Yeah, baby. And uh, I'm just glad that you guys are here. Um, <laughs> we weren't recording on Anchor, so the podcast on there is going to be a little bit different. But uh, no, nevertheless, more of your comments uh, Stinson, my good friend, Dr. Robert Stinson says that, uh, wished me a good afternoon and Dr. Robert, if you're still here, I wish you a good afternoon as well. Uh, he liked our, t- uh, the way we started the show with a tribute to Hana Kimura and, um, yeah, I, I mean, it needs to happen. I-, I think people need to look at this tragedy and try to find the positives from it. And with all tragedies, I always try to look for the positives. What happened? What can we learn from this? And I think ultimately cyberbullying has to find uh, has to stop. It just has to. Um, we've got uh, Chris says, would you be okay with the NWA adding the colors? The colognes. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I don't have my glasses on the colognes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the colognes, hell yes. Of course I'd, I'd be okay with the colognes. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. Why are we debating this? Bring them in now. I mean, when we get TV back, bring them um, the NWA podcast is here my friends at the NWA podcast welcome I love you guys I really appreciate our back and forth and uh, yeah hey guys um, and they agree with me they want EC3 in the NWA and you there's a reason why we get along guys uh, Chris Drummond says I think Eric Eric Young could be an asset to the NWA behind the scenes yeah, absolutely Eric Young isn't a, uh, you know, he's not wet behind the ears anymore. He spent many, many years, lean years in TNA Impact, and uh, has certainly only gotten better throughout that time. And I mean, working behind the scenes, in front of the camera, behind the camera, in production, everything else, there's definitely value with Eric Young. That goes without saying. Um, love what he's doing on his own. Yeah, you, you know, and the thing about EC3, and I didn't really talk about it because I, I know the first rule of fight club is you don't talk about it but does anyone get a uh a tyler durden vibe right your homework assignment is to be kind hell yes give me more of that please where was this ec3 oh wait there's only so much you can do in the world wrestling entertainment chris drummond says eric rowan is the monster hill in the nwa works too oh excuse me eric rowan as the monster hill in the NWA works too. Absolutely. Uh, and that's the thing that separates the National Wrestling Alliance from most of your indies is that there aren't a lot of small guys. 
Now, we all talk about the NWA, and I know lots of you wish the NWA would bring Barrett Brown back and, and reintroduce the World's Junior Heavyweight Championship and, you know, give guys like Caleb Conley a reason to be in the NWA and, 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 and Ricky Starks could be your next World Junior Heavyweight Champion, all that great stuff. And I'm not against that, but I think what differentiates the NWA from everyone else is that there, there's genuine heavyweights on that roster. I mean, let's look at it, right? Thomas Latimer, Ricky Murdoch, or Trevor Murdoch, excuse me. Uh, of course, our national our treasure, the world's heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis. Does that ring a bell? Um, also, I mean, question mark, he's not a junior heavyweight. Our national third-degree Mongrovian world national champion, Aaron Stevens. Zicky Dice isn't a junior heavyweight. So, I mean, we just listed about six names on the roster who are, in fact, genuine heavyweights. So when you add somebody like EC3 to that roster, or you add somebody like Aaron Rowan, uh, certainly you're adding beef to that roster. That's already kind of... Uh, a good thing and I, and I remember Billy Corgan saying early on that this was what he wanted he wanted a roster with guys who look and acted more like the wrestlers that he grew up traditionally with so I think that would all be good um, what do you guys think of Carnyland have you visited Carnyland yet uh, last week I joined the fellas over at the NWA podcast again you can follow them uh, at this is the NWA on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I hope I'm getting that right, guys. And if not, let me know. Uh, I will be more than happy to say it correctly. Uh, I don't have things written down in front of me today. Like I said, I had a show previously ready to go. Um, was doing some experimenting with the uh, streaming services. Uh, my OBS studios, I had all this stuff ready to go and it wasn't synced correctly. So when I opened it up this morning and tried to go live today, it all just went to heck. So, um, yeah, I definitely, um, definitely wanted to support those guys over at, uh, this is the NWA. Uh, if I'm rambling, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little out of sorts because, uh, again, we were supposed to start the show with a great tribute to Hana Kimura. We were supposed to have these, not video packages, but at least these nice packages of uh, the, the wrestlers who recently signed with AEW, Ring of Honor, MLW. And then, of course, none of that seemed to work today. So uh, I am a little razzled. But um, I am excited for what's happening in Carnyland. Um, as I said on at the NWA pod, as I said to those guys, and that's uh, Will Daly, that's uh, Robert Stinson, and of course Gary Horn, the uh, big bad Gary Horn um, emo for hire. Uh, what I said to those guys was what I'm going to tell you. There are lots of elements of that show that I thoroughly enjoyed, and there's some elements that just fell flat to me. Um, I definitely am interested to see what happens, where it's going to go next. And there's some things that I just hope they don't bring back. I really thought the uh, behind-the-scenes look at um, promo 101 class from Allison Kay, the former women's champion, the promo by Eddie Kingston at the beginning, uh, the Carney Chris story that uh, our world's champion gave us. I mean, 
there was a lot of good to the show. Some of this stuff, like I said, fell flat, didn't really hit with me, but that's okay. It's not meant just for one person. It's meant for a, a large audience. And of course, if you are excited about, uh, if you are excited about Carnyland, they do have a Patreon. Um, I don't have the link available because of course, uh, like I said, stuff crashed on me today, but, um, I highly recommend, uh, checking that out. It's highly sought after is what the word I was looking for. Um, and again, have you been checking out the offerings outside of Carnyland? Because, I mean, they are now offering programming five days a week on the NWA YouTube channel, which I think is terrific. Um, and I also use this analogy on the uh, NWA podcast. Uh, this is the NWA podcast. Essentially, it's kind of like Star Wars when you were a kid. And it doesn't matter what era you grew up in with unless you're growing up now when you were a kid there wasn't enough star wars i i I was born in 1978 i remember seeing star wars not at home or not in the theater but at home on a a vhs tape i remember watching return of the jedi about 16 times thanks blockbuster and of course who could forget weekends uh memorial day weekend labor day weekend you would tune into usa and it would just uh, be a marathon of the star wars movies these were all wonderful times for me and growing up as a kid you always wanted more. Now we got the toys. The toys were great. We got the video games. I was a little bit older at that time, but we had video games and all this was great. But it wasn't until now where, you, I mean, we were getting a movie just about every other year where there's cartoons, right? There's still more toys, more video games, so much Star Wars stuff that some people are just complaining that there's too much. That's crazy. What are you complaining about? The NWA, likewise, you know, we got these 10 pounds of gold that just happened to drop whenever they could, whenever they were finished, whenever there was something to watch. And uh, that was all good and fine. But eventually that led to us not having enough NWA content. We were hungry. We wanted more. And there just wasn't enough to go around. And then we got power into the fire. Sorry, I won't do that ever again. And we would get that so frequently that um, we got used to it. Every Tuesday, 6.05 Eastern, 3.05 Pacific, and we would watch the NWA religiously. I made a few trips to, well, I made one trip to Atlanta. Uh, But I know some of you guys made multiple trips to Atlanta to see these TV tapings, and it was great. We finally had the NWA in our house. We were able to watch the NWA on a weekly basis. Things were starting to look like they used to be. And then this uh, crazy virus hit. And now, now we're all thirsty for more NWA. We're hungry. And there's only so much they can give us. So these offerings that they are giving us, I I think are great. I mean, I just listened to the Eli Drake show today. um, Or I finished it up today. And it was great. Uh, It's exactly what I expected. It was Eli Drake talking about his experiences, talking about his life, uh, trying to be funny. Some of those things hit, some of them didn't. But overall, I would definitely watch the next episode of Eli Drake. The champ put out his, what's causing all this. Um, I watched a a big chunk of that, and he was talking again about his uh, venturing into the world of professional wrestling with uh, Thomas Latimer and Crimson. And again, very interesting stuff. I, I hope you guys are checking it out because it's something. It's not pro wrestling in the ring. It's not the storytelling that we're used to, but there is more to what's happening than what we're seeing. It is something. And I think I think that's great. They're doing what they can. Of course, we have Carnyland that debuts in about another uh, about 25 minutes or so. We also have uh, 
the uh, inside the NWA, which was probably the best thing that they've put out since the 10 pounds of gold. And I, I mean that. I Hearing Billy Corgan talk about which wrestlers he chose to bring in. I'm talking about Ken Anderson. We, we found out the real reason why Ken Anderson hasn't appeared on TV uh, since he uh, attacked Colt Cabana. We, we found out why Scott Steiner was brought into the NWA, why we haven't seen Scott Steiner since. I think this is all really cool stuff, and I think ultimately this stuff needs to happen more and more. And uh, personally, I'm happy that uh, the NWA is... Uh, that the NWA is offering these programs because I think it's really important to try to keep the fan base uh, active. And, and to Kerouac's point, who's watching on Instagram Live, um, the NWA is losing momentum, has lost momentum. So it's anything they can do right now to kind of carry that ball going forward. And, you know, I, for one, agree with Eli Drake. I don't think empty arena matches fit the narrative for the National Wrestling Alliance. I think they should take their time when it comes to putting matches out in the ring. Um, but I got to be honest, man, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm missing the wrestling that we used to get every Tuesdays at 6.05. And although this is something, it's not power. And that's what I want. It's more power. So more of your comments. Chris Drummond says, with wrestling feds looking for things to increase viewers, what would you do to get people talking about the NWA right now? A Cornette return, a major signing, a major title defense. I, I mean, those are all great ideas, Chris. Um, let's just say, to, to kind of carry on my point from earlier, if EC3 were to sign with the NWA, I most certainly would make that a huge deal. Because in my opinion, in my estimation, he's the hottest free agent out there right now. Sorry, Ricky Starks. Uh, EC3, I think, is where uh, big money is at. And I think if uh, if the NWA were to secure him in some form of fashion, I think that would be very much newsworthy and should be celebrated and everything else. A big title match is kind of hard to predict when the NWA will return to action, um, considering that the coronavirus is still pretty unpredictable of what's going to happen next. Now, I know we're seeing more and more uh, businesses returning to normality um, we're seeing some sort of normalcy in this country but uh, we still have no idea when this stuff is going to be contained and when things will be safe and ultimately the NWA has already expressed that safety is the most important uh, mo most important caveat of all of their uh, behavior right now so what I would do if I were the NWA again I think they kind of missed the boat. Um, there was hours of footage of Nick Aldis defending the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, whether it be in Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, whether it be in TNT, whether it be in Puerto Rico or the UK. There's footage out there that exists uh, from all these wrestling promotions. The NWA certainly had formed some sort of working agreement. And perhaps they could work out a deal where they could uh, use that footage um, in its entirety dub over its own announcers have nick aldis join the broadcast booth to talk about the match to give his insights of what the wrestling was i think that would have been a good way to go and that certainly would have given you 10 to 15 minutes of original content that hadn't been produced by the nwa i mean look i was there to see tim's excuse me nick aldis challenge uh nick aldis defend the nwa world's heavyweight championship against um 
Bad Dude Tito from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, and it was a really good match. It was a hard-hitting match. Bad Dude Tito is a standout of the Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy. I, I mean, he wasn't exactly in the academy, but he's a product of the academy. And that's the same school that brought the likes of uh, Douglas James, uh, Brody King, Tyler Bateman, uh, Rays, um, of course, uh, Jake Atlas, who just recently signed with NXT. Uh, that school has created a lot of amazing talent. And, you know, um, Bad Dude Tito is certainly one of those guys. And I think that match would have been great. It, it, it would have been a very nondescript match. You could just show that as a feeder. And again, this, you know, if, if, if they had the wherewithal to know where we were, where we would be today, three months ago, they could have stretched out that, um, superpower into a couple of weeks of television, you know, facilitating some older matches, unreleased matches and matches outside of the NWA that they could have showcased these, you know, that's what I would have done. Um, I think that would have made a lot of sense, but you know, that's, that's me. Um, Chris says here, here's an NWA title match. I think we'd get lots of viewers. Nick Aldis versus Will Ospreay in the UK. Book it, Billy. Well, Will Ospreay is certainly an amazing, an amazing, talented performer. Um, and this guy is really knows no boundaries when it comes to pro wrestling because he was this world renowned junior heavyweight from the UK and ended up becoming a star in Japan. I think he relocated. I think he lives in Australia now, right? I mean, someone can correct me on that. Um, but he's gone from just this, you know, junior heavyweight that could do all kinds of crazy wrestling moves. And I mean, the last photo I saw of this guy, he's bulked up. He looks, he looks like a different animal altogether. So, I mean, what does that mean for him? What does that mean for the NWA? Uh, personally, I don't think he's available to them, but again, uh, uh, I think the world of wrestling would benefit more if they started to work together. I think the UK was a hot breeding ground for pro wrestling before NXT came to the UK. And I think that hurt the system, the the scene quite a bit in the UK. And I think a resurrection could happen very quickly. And the NWA, by all intents and purposes, should be involved with that because, you know, there are connections in the UK. Um, and there were people there who wanted to put the NWA in the UK permanently so who's to say um, but yeah the world's heavyweight champion being um, from the UK the match I would like to see that I think should happen should happen in the UK would be Davey Boy Smith Jr. and Nick Aldis and I've said it since well since since the day I thought of it since I, I think I stole that idea from somebody else but Nick Aldis the most celebrated uh, modern day NWA world's heavyweight champion defending against the prodigal son of the UK, Davey Boy Smith Jr. You know, uh, what could be better? Um, I mean, I'm not expecting a Wembley Stadium show, but hell, that I don't know, man. That To me, that sounds like just a, a way to print money. But I digress. Um, let's see. I really appreciate Big Chris Dog doing a lot of talking here. He's carrying a lot of the weight of the show. Uh, he says, here's an end. Oh, okay. Uh, Japan. Okay. I, I guess you mean book that match in Japan. And that might be cool too. Uh, but again, we have to think about what works and what makes sense. And New Japan Pro Wrestling 
um, has had history with the NWA. Again, if you guys listen to that David Marquez interview, New Japan Pro Wrestling almost fought the NWA. Now, that's legit. That's a shoot, brother. You ain't going to hear that anywhere else but on Jake House podcast. So, or maybe you'd hear that on This is the NWA podcast. Again, nothing but love for those guys. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, when we talk about uh, potential places where the NWA world title could go, we have to think about what's in it for them. What's in it for the New Japan Pro Wrestling to work with the NWA? Um, now, I mean, I've said this week in and week out on this show, but I think there's absolutely a formula that makes sense for the New Japan USA talent to work with the National Wrestling Alliance, especially when you have guys who are literally, um, you know, working in Santa Monica, training to be pro wrestlers, training to be better pro wrestlers, guys like Carl Fredericks, right? Here's a guy who's got untapped, unrealized potential, who's going to be a star in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's going to be the guy that replaces Jay White. He's going to be the guy that replaces Juice Robinson. He's going to be the top gaijin in probably just a few years. And there's an opportunity, right, for this guy to work three days a week with the NWA, two TV tapings and a pay-per-view, and he could be on TV you know, basically every week leading up to the pay-per-view, or when I say TV, I mean YouTube, but at this point, are those terms just not interchangeable? Um, I personally, I think that's a that would be a, a very smart idea, allowing the talent that will, is working in New Japan, USA, working in the States right now, giving them a place to work outside of the NWA um, uh, live events that helps them with their TV format training. Uh, there's a lot of wrestlers who worked that TV studio environment with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, that that translates into work for them later because they know how to work camera angles. They know how to work TV audiences. And it's the same thing. Um, New Japan talent could, could benefit. New Japan USA talent could benefit from working with the NWA. And, you know, maybe that works for the NWA saying, hey, these guys can work here. And if we can work there, you know, maybe bring in the tag team champions. Maybe bring in the world heavyweight champion to do shows in Japan when, when you know, shows kind of return. Um, and then Chris wants to bring up the fact that Chris Hero is a free agent that works well with Aldis too. Yeah, I mean, I'm a. Chris Hero is great. Chris Hero is amazing, and I don't know how why the WWE let him go. It might have been one of those things where that was his decision, but ultimately, I think Chris Hero. Um, I don't know why they let him go. And uh, <laughs> Chris Drummond brings up Barrett Brown works with New Japan USA. Absolutely, don't think I don't know that. Um, and he also brings up New Japan works with Ring of Honor and Ring of Honor works with the NWA. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, there is a formula there. I mean, there's an opportunity for success. Uh, you know, if, if our friend New Japan Stan was on here, he would tell you all Japan would be the place to go. So would our friend Doty. He'd, he'd say the same thing. A lot of people think that pro wrestling Noah might be the best way to go because they're under similar circumstances. You know, these wrestling promotions that in years past were much more influential than they are today working together to kind of revitalize the territories. Ultimately, I think that either any way you can go would be a beneficial to both the NWA and whichever promotion it worked with. However, NWA and new Japan just seem to be the perfect fit. And, you know, as documented on this podcast, as documented with Dave Marquez, that relationship has gone on and on and on for so long on again, off again. 
uh, previous ownership uh, of the NWA had Rob Conway defending the world title in New Japan, had Rob Conway and Jack Stain defending the tag titles in New Japan. Um, the ownership of the NWA before that had, uh, you know, uh, Rick Rocky Romero as Black Tiger Mask defending the title in Japan, the, the junior heavyweight title, I should say, uh, or had Tiger Mask bring that title to like Steamwood, Illinois to defend against Loki. Yeah, that match happened. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is, uh, no, it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if the NWA and New Japan started working together. It just is it the right fit now. Could it be the right fit soon? And ultimately, I think the answer to all those questions is yes. Well, we're running out of time. Look at that. Jeez, Louise. Time flies when you're having fun and when you're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm heading to Carneyland. I've got my passport booked. I've got my tickets paid for. It's the only trip I'm taking. Maybe not the only trip, but it's the only trip I'm taking today. And I highly recommend you guys do the same. Oh, real quick, I would do want to say our friend um, Lamb is on the Instagram feed. And he says the New Japan LA Dojo guys are not are working in the Ring of Honor TV tapings and the New Japan tours. Also, some of them are allowed to work, do indies like bar wrestling. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, we're going to wrap the show up today. Uh, now, let me know what you guys think of the set. I added an old Adam Pierce 8x10. I have my Rudo Can't Fail Lucha magazines. Rudo Can't Fail was a, a Lucha Libre magazine. Uh, executively produced by Kevin Kleinrock and Mass Republic and I wrote a few articles for them so I'm showcasing my work back there I've got the 10 pounds of gold and of course all my figures seem to keep falling I've got Dan the Beast Servant I've got the Nature Boy Ric Flair the Remco figure and the uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair the uh, Ric Flair the uh, LJN or Galoob figure and of course I've got a Blue Demon figure back there too if you guys can see it but uh yeah, that's going to do it for us this time. Uh, as always, guys, I genuinely appreciate your support. I genuinely appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to these podcasts or watch the podcasts, uh, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify or anywhere else you can see us. I'm humbled by your support. I appreciate your support. Um, and I'm grateful. So with that being said, you can follow us on all social medias at the Alliance blog, and that's on uh course instagram which you're if you're watching right now on instagram or you could see a streaming on twitch we're doing some some different stuff with twitch real soon we're on tiktok twitter facebook even tumblr if that's still a thing and of course guys uh if you really enjoy the show and you want to support your uh, financially to the podcast you can always order our t-shirt the link is on the website alliance-wrestling.com and if you just enjoy the show hey give us a thumbs up um Give us a like, a share, a follow, all that good stuff, because we genuinely appreciate it. But ultimately, if you're consuming the content, uh, I'm grateful for it. So that's going to wrap it up. That's going to end it. So I want to say thanks again. And until next time, guys, I'm going to see you at the matches. And if this thing will actually work.